Hello and welcome to another edition of the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. I am Johnny the Outsider. He is the one, the only, never had a losing season, the Luchador. Always above 500 or just at 500. What up, what up, what up? What up, what up, indeed. And we missed all y'all. Um, the holidays coming up, we were just really busy and then kind of decided, you know what? We didn't make the playoffs. No reason to jump into this. Let's see what moves the Steelers make after uh, after the game. So here we are a week later with our season wrap-up because <laughs> we didn't make the playoffs, thank God. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess let's just jump right into it. Matt Canada is still there. Yep. And um, everyone wants to. I'm just gonna go on my my soapbox here real quick. Let's get this out of the way. Do it, man. Do uh, it. While we while we did not pop champagne. Sorry to the one listener that hates when I go on the rants, but I promise it's not gonna be a me rant episode. Uh, but everyone wants to give Tomlin all this praise and keep all this stuff on him for look at that. He didn't have a losing season. He always finds a way to win. Win, baby, win. Well, the more you look back and think on it, if this team is good enough to go above 500, then what's holding it back? And you can say a rookie quarterback, new system, it's a rebuild year, but Clearly, there's more to it than just that, because you're watching Skylar Thompson go out. The, I'm, you know what? Credit where it's due. Like it wasn't all him, but that team went out there with a third string quarterback and hung with Buffalo, where we go out and get blown out thirty eight to three. Um, yep. Again, I know a lot of that was a defense forcing turnovers, four or three total for Josh Allen, which. Uh, shout out to Trubisky for not being the only uh, vet quarterback that is worse than uh, Kenny Pickett. Vet <laughs> quarterback don't have three turnover games. <laughs> um, so welcome to the Trubisky um, category there, boss. Um, but the point being is they went out there and gave them a run for their money in the playoffs in Buffalo with a third string quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. And I saw a lot of people on the internet being like, well, they have uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Those two didn't do like crap the whole game. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I watched and I was waiting. And I was like, at one point in my head, I thought, you should just have Tyreek Hill snap the ball to him and just let him make a play with it. It can't be any worse. Mm-hmm. But outside of like some stupid late, you know, play of the uh, delay of game penalties, like, so you see that uh, jumping over to the NFC, you know, Brock Purdy, he's over there. Halftime, I think he had like 150 yards. Ends the game with 350, basically. Uh, three touchdowns. Um, who are some other young quarterbacks? Trevor Lawrence, you know, pulling out a gutsy win against the Chargers, being down mm-hmm. 27 to nothing at one point. Uh, so you look at all these things by some of these young quarterbacks, young teams, and it comes down to leadership. And if Tomlin is putting the 
coordinators in place that are holding this team back and Tomlin's the one hanging on to them because he wants them to be like his coaching tree because he finally wants to have one, I guess. <laughs> then he he's just as much to blame for why we're mediocre, why we're missing playoffs, why we're never going to go anywhere. I mean, hasn't, he's lost, hasn't won a playoff game since, bef- what, 2016 was that his last one? Uh, longer than that. I feel like it was, I don't know, maybe well, I, a lot of people are saying it was the Chiefs game with James Harrison being held, but I feel like it was more recent than that, right? I could 2017? Be Against the Bengals? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long, a long time. <laughs> the point is now, you have a Trevor Lawrence Jaguar team with a playoff win before us. Um, you have the Dolphins with Mike McDaniels at least being competitive. Yeah. And against the Bills with the third string quarterback. Uh, you got Brock Purdy in his first playoff game ever, just slinging it out there. Um, and everyone's going to go and say, like, oh, well, you know, Brock has Debo, Brandon Ayuk, and which no one outside of my brother, I guess, from what I recall, was talking about Brandon Ayuk. But All right. It's the point, I guess, being is that they're putting these teams together while Tomlin's over here just hanging on to, like, uh, Marcus Allen's, uh, <laughs> Devin Bushes, Robert Robert Spillane's, Devin Bushes. You know he's out here just. Well, I like the guy. He's got a really special quality to him, and you got all these other coaches out there going out and making moves. And I know it's part of the GM, but like I said, like we always say, like you can't tell me that the coach doesn't have a say in mm-hmm. who he wants. Mm-hmm. It comes down to what in the, the drafts. Um, you got Tariq Woolen, a fifth-round cornerback out there for Seattle, leading the league in interceptions and lighting it up over there. So, you know what? You guys can cling to clutch your pearls and hang on to them and say, well, tell me that we have a losing season. That's my coach. But <laughs> you guys can also just enjoy the mediocrity of the Steelers for the next, I don't know, how many years you guys are going to hang on to them. Like, it's just, at this point, it's a joke. And if that's what it takes for you guys to feel good about your team, then go for it. But we're going to be watching Brock Purdy lifting Lombardi trophies. We're going to be watching Trevor Lawrence. We're going to be watching, hell, maybe Daniel Jones, the way he played yesterday. Um, I, 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 there's just a number of coaches right now that I look at and teams and their coordinators, and I just go, that's, Why can't we that's do that? We're going to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many was Brian Dable? Is he the second year head coach of the Giants? First year, first, first year, year, and he took he took a bottom feeder team to the playoffs. Which is wild, so, man. Like well, some teams aren't afraid to clean house, right? They're not afraid to clean house yeah. and bring in somebody that they know can be successful, or you know, they don't hold on to coaches too long, or coordinators for that matter. They go out there and they you know, make make the right moves. You know what he didn't do with Daniel Jones? He didn't baby him. When Daniel Jones made mistakes, he was over there chewing his ass out. All right. Tom was over here being like, oh, it's okay, pick it. You can't do anything wrong. I'm like, no, I don't care that he's a rookie. Tough love. It's the NFL. You're not you're not coaching your peewee league. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to baby him. We're going to baby Matt Canada because 
we're a players coach. We're a coordinators coach. Like that, that's who we are. Yeah. Long as Canada comes in there and says, "What? What do you want me to do this week, Tomlin?" Can Tomlin's happy? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. No, you're right. You're watching these offensive coordinators get hired, and we're sitting here with Matt Canada. I don't know, people are going to want to say that he, that he did a good job in the last couple of games. The, well, the run game has improved since the bye, but, I mean, regardless, it's still not enough. I mean, the Steelers haven't even that. scored more than 31 points the whole year, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, people are going to look at that Browns game and be like, well, if Dodgy was at Fubble at the goal line, we would have had 35. Well, that's on Tomlin, too. He should have called the challenge. Yep. <laughs> like, for sure. I don't know what more you guys need to see on Tomlin. Just, just realize, like, he's he's Frank, well, no, at least Frank Vogel went to the playoffs, and at least when he lost, it was the NBA champion. <laughs> Tomlin's out here losing to the Jaguars, like, uh, the Jets, the Patriots. The Jets. I mean, the Patriots, like, again, but. Uh, I've been losing to a Brown team that lost to uh, Chad Henning. Oh, so I, I, I don't know <laughs> if there's what more you guys need to know about Tomlin to know that, like, this way to the draft when he takes Mike Adams, the long snapper for I, I Christian Western <laughs> University. And he goes, well, He's a log snapper, but we think we can convert him into a left tackle. So it's going to be good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just trust the process. Look look how well that worked out with Kendrick Green. <laughs> at least I let him stand on the sidelines. I guess at least Tomlin hasn't completely like tried to hide him from the world. Sit him on the sidelines every once in a while. Eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> He's just like picking his nose, <laughs> slamming cheeseburgers, and the camera oh, hands over to him. <laughs> Uh, he does like the, the slow thing where he pulls a booger out and just takes it slowly to his mouth. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's our guy. That's our guy. Like we picked him over Creed Humphrey. Uh, Still salty. Yeah, that's the guy we took over Creed, Quinn, um, you name it. Um, so with that being said, what do you think we have to look forward to next season? Calvin Austin coming back? Yeah, Calvin Austin coming back. Um, I mean, and that's only because we don't know what we have in him. So, I mean, that's why it's so exciting. Yeah, but yeah. Matt Cannon already said he doesn't know how to fit him into the offense. So, I guess that's something to get excited about. That's so true. I totally forgot he said that. Um, The draft until, until it happens. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, there's going to be someone. It's clockwork at this point. There's going to be someone there that we're going to be like, you got to take him. you got to take him. And he's going to fall. And the second round's going to come when we have two draft picks, and that's going to be even more frustrating when there's a guy there for the first and the second second round draft pick and goes to the Ravens or the Bengals or the Browns at this point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Kevin Austin, um, the draft, uh, <laughs> George Pickens' improvement second year, hopefully Kenny Pickett makes a jump. Um we said it on this podcast. Uh, he hasn't showed us he's a guy yet, but people are really, really happy with those two game-winning drives. 
<laughs> that's like the one thing they're holding on to, which is impressive. But like you and I have talked about, what about 75% of the rest of the game? Oh, you know? It was like 90, 90%, 90%, of the 90% of the game. Yeah. Yeah. 90% of the game where it didn't look like, like you said, like, and we noticed that the people were booing him. Yeah. One they were booing the offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Not Kenny Pickett. God. But yeah. I mean, like those are some, some things to be happy about, but um, we'd need like a whole game or a couple games. And hopefully the second year when that comes around, he actually shows up with Matt Canada still being, you know, handcuffed to him. So we'll see how that goes. It's just shocking that Canada, not really shocking because that's kind of the way Tomlin is. Like he'll just keep a guy forever. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, the Browns game was two weeks ago now, but like, he had the one throw to George Pickens in the end zone that was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing it to everyone's number one wide receiver 10 times for two catches. So it's just like <laughs> things like that that you just watch throughout the game. And nothing – If to me, it felt like the run game was killing it. Mm-hmm. Defense was killing it. Kenny Pickett was just there. But I'm sure everyone else feels like this was like the game. Right. Um, yeah, two game winning drives. Uh, and the Browns game. He, he's he's him. He's him. And like, like, doesn't doesn't even feel like he's in Daniel Jones category yesterday. Like I said, I watched him yesterday just have his way with the Vikings, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We'll, so, we'll like, see you can, what happens. You can, so if you're gonna cling to Tomlin, then it's you can't you can't get mad at Canada because Tomlin's the reason he's here. Yeah. And if Canada's the one holding him back, then it's your coach that's holding him back. And so you can't have have your cake and eat it too. Like I, I Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you, man. Um, uh, <laughs> real quick, what, what are you excited for next season? Okay, okay, okay. I am excited for now. This is going to be a complete 180 here. Okay, okay. I'm excited for the offensive line improving the next year because those boys actually played together the whole season. Now, one of those guys had a significant injury and they all played and they improved over the year, which is wild. I mean, they're not the greatest still, but. The fact so, that we got it going, I mean, are we going to add another piece? Who knows? But I that's what like... I can ask you. If while it got better throughout the season, um, you would still upgrade at Dotson Chuke's position, Dan Moore probably, right? Yeah, like, Dan Moore. Maybe like if something some, something fell in place, you would still take an upgrade over. Well, yeah, one of those guys. Well, for sure, because like you always, you always worry like maybe part of it's the chemistry between those guys. Mm-hmm. But um, you have to improve, right? Yeah, if something something falls into place. I I, I would say, yeah, I would a, a guard, man, a guard, or yeah, maybe a tackle. Yeah, it, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was solid, but I mean, if you get that one guy that's a real like a real anchor for the offensive line, you have to take him. Because we've already passed right. on a couple of guys. And, you know, I mean, I'm just wondering how much better the line would have been if we would have gotten one of those guys and they all gelled together for a year. Because there's nobody on the line that's like, 
all pro or pro yeah, bowl at, right. at least. So, I mean, but it could be better, but I'm excited to see how it continues to grow in the next season for sure. Well, if you go through the NFL, I mean, the chances of an O-line playing every game together all season is so rare. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins are bringing up practice squad guys in the playoffs. <laughs> wow. I did not so, know that. So at the very, yeah, yeah. They they had to move one guy. Um, was it Cotton? Is that his name? I, I don't remember his name, but they had to move him from his natural spot to bring up a guy from the practice squad to play in that spot because that guy went down. <laughs> so it was – so, I mean, you at the very least, you got to – depth, which I mean, we didn't get to see any of the backups this year, so it's hard to say. Right. I mean, we know JC, we know JC well, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, the rest uh, of the guys, yeah, we didn't really get to see any other person. But I mean, at the very least, if you upgrade and you know, like a Dotson loses a spot in the season, or Chooks or Dan Moore, like at least you know, like if something happens to one of those guys. Yeah. To your new starter, you can always bring one of those guys back up. And, yeah. Um, because the one thing we know is like this offense revolves around the run game, not anything in the passing game. So true, true, true. Oh yeah. With that being said, also Jalen Warren next year. I mean that dude, man, like that guy. Like you said, he was a hidden gem, and just how crazy it was just to see him get into the lineup and just it seemed like he always produced. Like, he is definitely a perfect complement to Najee's style. But just how fast and explosive he is and how tough he is, like, he, man, that's invaluable, dude. I mean, I still think he was underused in this offense. So hopefully, hopefully the next year, Tomlin ups his usage. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, Najee getting healthy towards the end of the season, I think, played a big factor, too. Like, he looked way better as the season went. Mm-hmm. Uh, still not... not the running back I want to see in the passing game. But yes. I mean, he at least made a couple plays as the season went on um, in Canada's classic check down yes. offense on thir- third and long. But obviously, Warren's a guy that you want to see in there on check down if that's what we're going to call yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. I mean, yeah. I I felt terrible watching Kirk Cousins call a Matt Canada check down on fourth and forever uh, with the <laughs> game on with the game on the line to end the game. But well, to TJ Hawkinson, right? Uh, Pretty sure, it's TJ. I think Hawkinson. so. Yeah, I think so. But that gave me, you know, the dog Vietnam meme where the helicopters in the background. <laughs> like, you can't keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it. Rough, dude. Rough. Mm. Oh, we need to see but, more of I Connor mean, Hayward too, by the way. Yeah, no, I you and me were talking about off the podcast. Like he has to beat out Zach Gentry. Yeah. Next year. Um is Zach a free agent? Uh yes. I believe yeah. so. <laughs> I mean, because of, because it's Tomlin, I assume he brings him back to these buddies with Pat and Pat's his guy, so um I assume Gentry comes back. I mean, he seems like a guy that would take a team-friendly deal because, I mean, he's not exactly out there lighting it up. So, 
pretty, yeah, he's pretty reliable, but like you said, he's not like a he's not making like circus catches like Meatball Boy out there, which is a compliment, by the way. Yeah, just to watch him go out there, dude. It's like deceptive how athletic he is. I mean, he that catch he went up and got on the third down or whatever it was. Like, yeah, literally, you would have never guessed he had those kind of hops. Yeah, for real, man. Um, <laughs> such a meatball, dude. I love it. <laughs> which was, I mean, just pinpoint precision by Kenny Pickett. He probably didn't have to jump for it, but you know, <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah, he was style points. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> oh, but, yeah, I mean, you'd love to see more of him, Warren. Uh, obviously, more of Pickham. Like, yes. I don't, know, I don't know how he's out there all game. And, like, you forget he's out there because until he makes a one-handed catch on the sideline or touch grab on the yeah. sideline. It's ridiculous, catching, man. Catch, that catch he had to go down and, wheelbarrow it in but. it's wild man but we're still throwing to Deontay for some yeah. unknown reason yeah he gets separation but he can't catch the ball you know he doesn't he doesn't leave the league in drops his drop percentage is actually one of the lowest it does not matter it's like we talked about it before man it's the key moments of the game he didn't even have a touchdown this year and I look I'm eating crow because on one podcast I said oh Deontay Johnson always produces regardless of the quarterback you know yeah great Oh, look what I, I got pie on my face. The only time he was in the end zone was on a two-point conversion. Like, the only time. The only time. And that's, an, that's the number one. That's the guy that everybody wants to cling to. That's the, For some reason, you and I talked about this, but all the quarterbacks just stared Deontay Johnson down. And I, for, for what? At this point, I, I'm just, I'm really, that seems to be the Steeler Nation. We're going to cling to Miyak, you see, between Tomlin, Deontay. Right now, Kenny Pickett. We're just gonna like hail these guys as like godsons, and really, Kenny Pickett at least is a rookie, so you you have hope that he can turn the leaf. But I mean, Deontay, what five years in the league? Four, five, four, five. Yeah, four. I think. Yeah, and he's he's showing you who he is. He's a guy. It's not not that he doesn't have drops; it's when he has the drops. Yes, and he ended the season two catches on 10 targets and not all those miss throws not all those were missed throws most of them were drops mm-hmm. i mean he sh- he, sh- he should have had a fumble in my opinion but he got gifted with a drop so <laughs> which is i don't know like it's funny too because i'm pretty sure he was going backwards when that happened and that's like one of his trademarks like come on dude like how many yards do you think he's lost going backwards <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just seems like a ridiculous amount of just always just run straight, man. <laughs> like like you said, he has that punt return or mentality at times, and it's so detrimental to the flow of the game. Like just dude, you're like right there on the line to step over. Instead, you're running backwards trying to miss a guy or make right. a guy miss. Like, what are you doing? Well, this is an offense that can afford to not get the first down. So if the first down's there, you have to get it. Yeah, I got to. That's all there is to it. Like, I'm more impressed by Connor Hayward's. Like, how many catches did he have? Like a handful. I'm more impressed with Connor yeah. Hayward this year than I am with Deontay Johnson. Like, <laughs> and that's not that's not unfair to say, right? Like, no. the kid may, had a touchdown. He's out there, like, just it's like a ballerina, man. It's it's just crazy that 
like people are they're still like you said clinging on to Deontay, thinking that he's gonna ha- like have a breakout year as a true number one. Like it's just, uh, I don't I don't get it, man. You got Pickens out there, like have him be the number one. I mean, it's a clear choice right now. Yeah. Uh, um, you got all this tape on Deontay, and yeah. he's showing you who he is. Deontay yeah. dropping, drops him. Yeah. There he goes, drops him. I mean, Pickens, maybe he needs to work on his route running a little to get more open. But shit, man, the yeah. guy can do contested catches like nobody's business. So it just to me, he seems like the better option all the time anyway. I'd run lazy ass route too if I knew every route was getting all the balls were getting thrown to Deontay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why yeah. am I gonna bust why am I gonna bust my ass to get wide open when <laughs> like I'm just gonna end up being tired for nothing. Yeah, for nothing, man. He makes the blocks when he needs to and he makes the catches when they come his way. So yeah. maybe yes. next year when he, maybe next year when he's getting ten targets a game, he'll be like, Oh shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna actually try. Yeah. That's the scary thing. He's out there not even trying and he's like killing it. <laughs> imagine right. imagine if we gave him a reason to give a shit while he's out there running around. Imagine if we bring back Juju, which we should by the way, and bring back Juju to help yeah, dude. <laughs> right. Reliable trade Juju. <laughs> okay, here's what we do. Wait for Kansas City to sign Juju to a pretty good deal. Uh for you know, like four years. Mm. And then we trade Deontay. <laughs> I, I would I would be down for that, dude. I'm just oh. I want Juju back, man. You know, Juju come back. You can blame it all. You can oh, blame man. it all on Tomlin. Tomlin, you ah, true. Wrong. Forever doubting you. Do do do. Juju Excuse come back. Man. Oh. So he he has to come back after listening to that. But I feel like Juju would fit this offense a little better. Because if you're going to have Deontay yeah. run these crossers, not even crossers, just these shallow routes, like at least Juju would catch the ball and actually plow through some guys, for Christ's sake. Right, he's going to break tackles. I mean, he did it on the way to the end zone, something Deontay never done this season. So, Right. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, just bring back Juju, please. I, I would say the biggest knock on Juju is, like, he keeps missing games with injuries. So, I mean, there's that. But I'd rather have him make the plays and get the touchdowns when we need them yeah. and have a guy running around out there not making plays, but at least he's out there every game. I mean, you have Juju missing a game to injury and Deontay Johnson having two out of 10 with no touchdowns. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. It's so true, man. Uh, we got to add, add a wide receiver, right? Like, uh, I guess they're gambling like, with Calvin Austin. But if he doesn't pan out, like <laughs> as much as I rip on, as much as I rip on Pickett, like you can't have him thrown at the Dante Johnson, and Steven Sims. Yeah, yeah. How he keeps I would... getting hurt. So, I mean, you gotta add somebody. I mean, I guess the only upside to Patty getting hurt is Connor plays, but like obviously that's like a terrible trade off. Rather just have both of them out there at the same time, but. Dude, you know what's gonna happen, right? Hit me with it. You know we're gonna draft Dino Tomlin, right? <laughs> That's what's gonna happen, dude. You know, I was thinking about that, and on the one podcast we read through his tweet, 
And it makes sense why Talon was so good with AB because his son is AB without any other talent. <laughs> oh I'm man, so, I'm serious. Look at that guy, the way he talks, the way he acts. Oh god, AB with none of the talent. Yeah, you're right. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Why Talon was able to handle AB because he's like, well, I got one of those at home. <laughs> Holy shit. He's like, He's like, A.B. is just like a son to me. He wasn't kidding. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> lying, man. Talon tells no lies. <laughs> wow. That's why That's why he's a good dealing with, like, I mean, his other son's a rapper, so I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. It literally makes sense. A.B. is a rapper now. So, oh, dude. my God, dude. Oh, the dots are there. We just connected them. <laughs> wow, man. That's insane. Case, um, case go ahead. Yeah, case closed. You're you're only going to find that on you're only going to find that on the you tell me pod. You won't find that on any of the other networks. So <laughs> that's why you gotta come here. Our investigative journalism. <laughs> yeah, man, we we bring you the real scoops around here. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> oh man, and you know you know what? Dino is probably going to beat out like Steven Sims and Gunner and everybody else. He'll probably oh. beat out Calvin Austin for the third spot. Oh God, please no. Unless he produces. And I then mean, we can look how long we've that. got Kendrick Green out there. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, man. He's, he's going to produce and then get arrested for taking a dookie off a balcony somewhere. <laughs> In Baltimore, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, domestic domestic violence or whatever. <laughs> um, Shout out to what's Pat Fryermuth, too. Just real quick. No, go ahead. You just lay it on there, man. <laughs> lay it out there. No, no, no. I don't know. No. I was just gonna say, what what all has AB gotten busted for so far? Oh god, everything whipping his schlong out in the pool. Uh oh man, it's you, man. God. That PR Tom, Tom, uh what what what's your son doing whipping his schlong out? Uh well, you're either a wine drinker or a crepe stopper, and <laughs> my son's a wine drinker, so <laughs> He doesn't live in his fears. Clearly, too much wine, but uh, you know. <laughs> the right it is what it is. That's what he'll say. You can't paint the barn with or something about red paint. When you have red paint, paint the barn red. The, the, the standard is it's a standard, and then he whips out his schlong at the press. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, this, much like the Steelers season, we're going. It's going off the rails. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we gonna say? Oh. Shout out to Pat Fryermuth Fryer for being a reliable target all year, and good thing he didn't get his ACL or MCL or anything else tore up in his knee. What the second to last play of that game yeah. against Cleveland? It's only a sprain. Could you, so, could you imagine? Ah, oh, dude, I would. Could you imagine at a meaningless game, he ends up like missing all the next year. God. Well, and like people are trying to say, well. Well, at least, at least we got Connor Hayward. Yes, Con- Con- Connor Hayward's a dog, but I mean, when you have somebody like Pat Fryermuth, it you can't you can't lose that guy, you know? Because I mean, you've had has him for two years. Has been, huh? As we've been saying on this, this offense needs all the weapons it can. So if you have Pat and Connor out there, mm-hmm. you can ignore Deontay all game and use them as a distraction. All right. At least we'll catch the ball. Maybe Calvin Austin if he works out. Yeah. You know? So, as much as we love Connor, like, we need Patty. Yeah. We need Patty the batty, man. What do you What do you think about this defense? Because I guess we're I, in danger of losing uh, Brian Flores. And we talked about that off the, off 
off the show, but you want to let the people know what we were talking about. So another thing I guess we were wrong about is we were saying, like, sit TJ, like, no reason to risk injury, even though he almost got hurt in another game. Mm -hmm. But he might really just be the difference. Like, even when he's not making plays, just being out there, it just seems like has some sort of – and now the Ravens game, the first one, him being out there did jack actively squat but right when the <laughs> defense improved throughout the season uh pressure mm-hmm. on the quarterback was there again you know, we started getting sacks again um he might really just be that guy i guess so because I, yeah. I honestly i didn't see anything outside of a run defense improved so uh pressure on the quarterback improved so it really made a difference because i think you know, earlier in the season, even when teams weren't running us, I mean, I guess the Falcons game, they ran it in the second half and probably would have whooped us as they would have done all four quarters. But yeah, yeah um, same thing with the Colts. For the most part, we weren't getting those pressures. So the quarterback was like killing us when they had to throw it. And then run game, obviously, what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might just make all the difference because honestly, I still don't know how I feel about Levi. Can you know he's either all in or you're just like, what are you doing, guy? And he's, he's like our like, best corner, right? Yeah, you say? yeah, which is <laughs> a startling, not really. I, yeah, yeah, like you said, he's up or down, but for the most part, he's pretty solid. Um, I, I would say James Pierre made a jump over last year, but I mean, obviously, he's not he wasn't starting every game, so like, mm-hmm. came in in spots and like made plays. I felt like. But, you know, we didn't see Trey Norwood this year. Was he injured? Injured? <clears throat> I think he was injured. He had gotten injured during a game. But that, that could yeah, that was possible. Yeah. Uh, DeMonte Casey, having him back, like, he made some plays out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Trell Edmonds started off hot, and then, like, I wasn't sure if he was playing or injured most of the time. All right. So, you think we bring him uh, back? He says he wants to come back. Um, maybe you bring him back and that'll get Tremaine to sign with us. I mean, he had some pretty good plays in the playoffs yesterday. Mm. He's probably going to be too expensive, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how much more money you can pump into this defense, I guess. I'm yeah. sure Omar Khan, the... the contract wizard whatever they call him did pull something out of his ass do we have jack for another year (sighs) i think we have him for another year but you got to let devin bush go right like there's no way you're bringing him back he seems like the kind of guy that's going to want too much money he's he's going to pull a budget pre on us and Mm. try to get all this money and end up on the titans probably too For sure. And then, yeah, fuck the Titans, by the way. I don't care. They'll sign him and they'll be like, oh my God, here he is. I can't believe the Steelers let him go. And then they'll be disappointed. And I love seeing the Titan fans just cry and weep every every year. They didn't learn from Bud Dupree. They deserve it. Yeah, true. <laughs> We're telling everyone, like, Bud's best year came because he had TJ Watt. All the pressure, all, all the blocking was going to that side of the field. And mm-hmm. Bud, of course, Bud feasted. Now he yeah. doesn't have that luxury. And right. Probably has 10 sack tackles all season. Probably. And he would not be surprised. 
Now, speaking of being on the opposite side of TJ Watt, shout out to Alex Highsmith because he actually seems like he's a dog too. Oh yeah, for, oh, for real. Like him, him and Cam like were the only thing that kept the defense afloat. Even though <laughs> Elgin Joby had moments, but he was hurt a lot this year, right? I believe so. Yeah, he missed like a game or two, but yeah, he was injured. I feel like he was on, always on the injury report. I mean, he there. was good in the run game. I mean, the Buccaneers game, we really, that was, I would say the Buccaneers game was probably his break, like best game of the season, right? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, you got to bring him back too, right? I think so. Yeah. If, he, if he's willing to take another good deal, um, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to need depth, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Everyone was getting excited about DeMarvin Leal, but like yeah, he, he, had he, moments. he had moments, yeah. We'll see it whatever but, he does in this offseason. I, I still have hope that he can be something solid. You know, give him give him another another year in the system. But <clears throat> if you can bring back like an Ogan Joby and stuff for a good deal, like you always the trenches always need, you know, depth, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, because there's, there's always people getting rolled up on. So, right. I I would bring him back if the money's right. Right. But unfortunately, because we went nine and eight, like not a whole lot of people that really asked for a big contract this year. So, right. Oh, God. Yeah, you're but, right, man. We'll see how that goes. So it also depends on if we're bringing back Highsmith after his rookie deals up too. So like, how much money do you really want to tie up into? Oh you know, yeah, you're right. That? You're right, man. Yeah, because I, I mean, think Highsmith. This was his contract here, right? No, I think he's got one more. Mm, yeah. Well, you usually want to sign him the year prior before that. I think if you really like him, yeah, you're trying to sign sign him to an extension. I don't know. I don't. Highsmith doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to hold out and um, be a diva about it. Um, no, right. I, yeah, I feel he feels like he's just a a lunch pail kind of guy. This somebody who's out there to do his job. Um, when was this? Uh, in twenty twenty three. They sent a four-year deal. Yeah, so next year is his last season. Um, like you said, they try to get the deals done before. Any more, they try to get the deals done before. Right. You know, the contract's up, because once the contract's up, then it's fair game. But mm-hmm. Yeah. This rookie deals, man. Four years, four million, four hundred ninety-nine thousand. <laughs> obviously, he's gonna, obviously he's going to see a jump up in that. But no, yeah, for sure. And he deserves it, man. Yeah, no, done very well for us. That's for sure. Right. So, do you think? Are you any other players you want to talk about, or you want to jump into the the defensive coordinator? And it's just going back to your defense thing. I. Yeah. I it's another like the offense. I feel like you have to go make a move right now. Right. The defense. I feel like you can kind of uh, feel it out if a good defensive coordinator falls your way. Um, I would interview Jim Schwartz. I liked him 
obviously for the Lions, like he didn't have the best things go his way, but he was pretty good with the Eagles defense. Um, who's the guy that was a coach, Vic Fangio? Mm-hmm. I would at least talk to him. All right. Well, uh, is, you, isn't he? You, hmm? Sorry, you said it. You said it about the Brian Flores, like our linebackers, who's a coach of, like, weren't yeah. anything to bat your eyes at. Yeah, yeah, all year. Like that was the reason why you brought him in. Well, I mean, obviously because he's a talented guy and stuff, but like, he was the linebackers coach and. Obviously, TJ is going to TJ. Alex is going to Alex. But like, what about the other guys? Like Malik Reed, whoever else is Jimbo Smith on the other side. Um, Jack Bush, Spillane, like uh, Mark Robinson, like none of those guys. It did seem like it. The coaching affected him at all. Like it just, they were just bodies. No, yeah. I mean that was a, that was definitely the. Learning weakness in this defense and the linebackers, right. which is crazy when you consider like we've had James Harrison, we've had Larry Foote. Um, who's it? I, I, I can't think of his name. Around, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. James Ferrier. Yes, that's I want to say his name was what? Who was it? Kendrick. Um, why can't I think of that guy's name? What year? What year? Either way, I gotta know now. When you think of the Steelers, like you think of like hard hitting linebackers that really seal the deal for you. Vincenzo Williams, Vince. We haven't had those. Yeah. Well, Vince was good until he got old. True. You can't beat father time. Lawrence Timmons. Lawrence Timmons. Yeah. Um, top 10 best Steelers linebacker. Let's see if he's even in there. Hendrick Bell, Green, obviously, if you go back far enough. Levon <laughs> Kirkland, sorry, Levon Kirkland, yeah, stud man. I knew it was Kirk something. Kendrick right. Kirk, yeah. <laughs> Joey Porter, how could we forget about yeah, Joey run on the field? <laughs> Beasy man. Man, they have Jason Gilden over. There's no way. Jason Gilden over Joe Green, Joey Porter, Von Kirkland, and James Ferrer. Wow. With Jason Gilden, like, I know I, I mean, 177 sacks, two interceptions. Andy Russell, uh, that's, that's all the way back in 1963. Way <laughs> Still, I mean, uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen highlights of Joe Green and stuff before my time, but all right, Jack Ham, uh, yeah, well, yeah, of course, Jack Ham, Jack Ham and Jack Lambert are the top two. Right. Well, of course. I mean, I mean that's fair. Yeah. I, I, I ain't gonna be mad at that. That's <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> I mean, uh, but the point remains <laughs> is that the Steelers have always had hellacious linebackers, and the boys this year didn't really carry the torch besides Highsmith and T.J. Watt. No. So. And they really haven't for a while. Like. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since you know you had your middle linebackers and stuff really getting excited like uh and, and it shows because our run defense has been atrocious mm-hmm. um, for the most part the last couple of seasons so yeah. they're gonna have to do something in the offseason drafts i don't know obviously um 
we said uh, Jermaine Edmonds is going to be available, but I, I I don't know how free agent linebackers. Let's see oh, if there's man. any good linebackers. Tremaine would be the Ooh, yeah, but he's older, right? Yeah. Definitely um getting up there. Levante David, Roquan Smith, but he just got re-signed, right? Yeah, yep. Just signed an extension. Highest paid middle linebacker, linebacker in the league. You've wanted Leighton Vander for a while. He's gonna be right, he's old too now, right? Olison, yep. Damn. Noah Sewell, so, yeah, I mean, from Oregon, man. Him or who else, John? Henry Toto from Alabama. Toto. Those two guys I'd look at. But yeah, I would. I would be very happy if we, if we drafted Sewell. So if we draft Toto, every if we draft Toto, every time he makes a play at the line, they need to play hold the line. Oh dun, God. Dun, dun. <laughs> Love it's always on time. Oh, 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 Hell yeah, dude. I could, I could get behind that, man. That would be dope. Uh, I would I would stand up <laughs> and just lose my mind every time. <laughs> Screaming at wherever I'm at. doesn't matter yeah. if it's a crowded crowded bar at home, at the game. Just hold the it in. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. Love it always on time. <laughs> Uh, but Toto is, and then our, our wives would just be like, "Oh, we know who just made a tackle." <laughs> like we get it, he made a play. Like, no, no, you don't understand. We need this. They wrote the song like twenty <laughs> years, thirty years before this was going to be a thing because they knew. They, they knew. knew he was coming. It was a prophecy. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Kind of like how we said in the beginning of, our, of the season, but whatever, almost, but, you know, scratch and claw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard uh, to kill Levante, the Levante Davis is about to turn 33, so yeah, he's up yeah, there. He's up there, man. Uh, Kyle Van Noy, but he's 32. Mm-hmm. Alex Anzalone. Uh, Anzalone. He plays for the Dolphins, right? Uh, Detroit. Detroit. Long, okay. long hair, don't care. Okay, okay. Kwan Alexander. He's up there, though, right? I feel like he's jumped around like to the Saints and the 49ers, and where is he on now? Jets, probably. We could bring Bostic back. Oh, God, no. No, dude. I remember being heartbroken by that clown. Yeah, there was that was, you know, we have that every year. Last year it was, um, what's what's the guy that we signed last year from the Jaguar? Uh, like the wide receiver or a defensive no, guy? The the linebacker, the white guy. Oh, uh, Joe Schobert. Yeah, so we've had John Bostic now, Joe Schobert, and now Miles Jack. Yeah, All we, these guys that we keep signing that's supposed to come in and save the linebacker, middle linebacker. Yeah. I mean, Miles Jack looked good at the beginning of the season, but, you know, I mean, uh, uh, God, I was really excited about him. 
for sure oh but, yeah man we, i yeah like now we're more talking about it more so i think they have to address the linebackers like with the first three picks they have to right yeah it's got to be a guy it's, and it's got to be a guy too it can't just be like oh bob bob mills bo jr out of utah <laughs> state or whatever <laughs> should be mountain calhoun college steve weiser oh <laughs> Well, that would just be dope. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Steve Weiser, man. I'd have to get that jersey, dude. What? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, at least if you're going to go into that realm of, like, taking terrible picks, you gotta you got to be able to laugh at it. Yeah. I mean, get, we got already got burned. Um, Kendrick Hot Dog Salesman. Or green, like Jarvis, um, mother effing Jones. Man, I was so hyped on that guy, dude. That, that was my dude. All about it. It's all so about it. <laughs> my biggest whiff. I mean, I think we were both were excited about Devin Bush when we first signed him, and yeah. he had a pretty good rookie year. Mm-hmm. And then he got the injury, and then yeah, I guess the same, man. That's the thing. If you're still, don't get injured. Uh, Devin Bush, um, Antonio Brown was never the same after he got concussed. Yeah, yeah. So true story, man. Yeah, we're all Walter White screaming from the back of an SUV. <laughs> no, 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 Devin, Devin, don't tear your ACL. Devin, Devin, no. don't try to tackle that guy. Don't do it. <laughs> no, AB, don't, don't make that catch. <laughs> don't make that AB, catch. Don't make that catch. <laughs> AB. Oh man, fuck Vontez perfect. I'll say it again. Can't stand that clown, but he would have been a good stealer, man. (laughs) I never, I never want to hear a single Bengals fan like freak out when when there's a hard hit in one of our games. Like you literally had the dirtiest player in the league for ten years or whatever. It It felt like it. Oh, dude, (laughs) Bengals fans were crying whenever T.J. Watt laid his shoulder onto Joey B. It was like a very pedestrian yeah. type move, and they're like, "Look at this dirty piece." He went for his injured shoulder. I'm like, "Dude, he's he's, he's making a tackle. Chill. That's what happens was when you're Cam, out of pocket." Was it Cam Hayward who tried to punch a ball? Was it out of his hands or Lamar's hands when they were on the ground? Uh shit, I don't remember. But Cam has had a lot of those, right? Like yeah. it looked like. Oh, it was it was Justin Herbert the one last year? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I for some reason yeah. I thought it was the Bengals, but. I think it was just because all the Bengals fans were like, oh, what a piece of garbage. Yeah. Well, that could happen this year, too. As that guy is always up for the Walter Payton Award. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had some shitty ass calls, though, like against the Browns. Yeah, really. no. uh, dude, like, what was that? Nothing the passer? Yes. <laughs> like, it's a tackle. What? He's <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. And then Literally, the other one. The, tribe. the other one where it was against the Raiders, right? Or where, like, he. Brushed up against an official or whatever. There's something stupid. Like he was getting up and yeah. the guy was trying to pull him down. Like, come on. Right. <sighs> Poor Cam. Can't catch a break. Can't catch a break. He got snubbed on an all pro. So whatever. Whatever, guys. Minka's the only guy that made it. So, but I mean, that's well deserved. Minka's the best safety in the league. I'll stand by that. I mean, poor Alex didn't get rid of the Pro Bowl, but TJ did it. So. 
True, man. Yeah, Alex was holding down for like the whole like what six weeks TJ was out. Come on, dude. That's real. Well, it's it's not even a game anymore. It's just like a uh challenge bullshit, like real world versus right. road rules or something. Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> 24 52 NFLers oh, all God. in the same house for one season in Hawaii. Oh, What's God. gonna happen next? And then I'd some watch drama. That. Who brought the strippers? Dude, <laughs> Oh God, he's passed out in a lot doing a line. Is he okay? Is he okay? What do we do? Uh, yeah. And then there's a slow picture of a condom floating in a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, I went there, dude. <laughs> that, that should just be like the opening credits every, every year. <laughs> Oh man. Oh shit. So uh <laughs> anything else, man? I don't know. I, I can't. Like I said, it's just we're just kind of stuck. Um, not firing Matt Canada doesn't give me hopes for the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, between like, I'm still on the train. Like you go out and sign a Bradbury. Um, yes, we just went through because the, the end of the day, like you, I, you're not going to trust the the few games of Kilo played this year. Like you're not putting your faith in him. Mm-hmm. We we don't have anyone that can match up with the true number one wide receiver. Nope. We, we got torched by DJ Moore, who missed a whole entire week of practice. So, and it was Sam Donald was throwing the ball to him. Let's keep that in perspective. Yep. Um. So if you can sign up Bradbury, go, like you said, take a linebacker in the first three picks. Um, add another wide receiver just in case Calvin Austin's not the guy. Tackle. Add a yeah, add a tackle if you can find one. All right. Um, like I think those are good spots to start, but it's hard to get your hopes up when, like I said, you're still clinging to Matt Canada after Tomlin. All right. That's the probably the most obvious move you gotta make. All like right. even even if you're not firing Canada. Like you have to bring in some people for interviews, right? We haven't even done that. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, I don't think they the Steelers have done anything to at least sniff around. You know, they haven't done any of that, which is wild. Oh God, you ready for this? Some this is our some some Twitter fandom coming out in full force. Steelers should trade the thirty second pick for Jalen Ramsey. No, the guy had a terrible season this year. Every time I watch that guy, he's getting burnt toast. Really? I mean, you see it all the time, right? You had uh, Jarvis Island or whatever. Reeves Reeve Island. Oh, Revis Island? Wait, yeah. What? Revis Island? Yeah, Revis Reeve Island. Uh, there was that Josh Norman guy that, like, cornerbacks have this, like the smallest window of being really good. And I think his peaked at, even in the Super Bowl, <laughs> he fell down trying to guard. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was pushed down by Jamar, but dude, you know what drives me nuts is some of these people on here, are like the Pittsburgh Steelers, would be advancing right now. Do you? What makes you think that they could even score more than 15, 18 points? Get out of here, especially the teams that have already blown them out. There's no way, dude. Uh, um, like anything yeah, could happen in Buffalo. Yeah, maybe, but I doubt a, it. Hmm? We have what eighteen points. Yes. 
in the season. Like yes. And just because, uh, like you said, like they scored so and so many points against Cleveland, they think they're going to do that to do that to the Bills. Who are you gonna? Who's gonna? Who's gonna guard Stephon Diggs? <laughs> Dawson Knox. Come on. The lo- lowest score in the playoffs for the Ravens at seventeen. That was the most points we scored against them was seventeen. So that's just crazy and to me, dude. They were literally not getting the ball punched out like Najee on the goal line from. Probably winning that game, mm-hmm. but 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 yeah. I know, dude. I know. Josh Allen had three turnovers, and they still put up thirty-four points. Exactly. Like... Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett was going to be kicking field goals all game. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. Like that's that's his bread and butter. He has the worst touchdown ratio in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I saw the stat yesterday. I I think it was I forget what it was off the top of my head, but I saw the stat yesterday. Yeah, the worst red zone touchdown. And if the Dolphins couldn't, you know, airmail to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle against the Bills, like we weren't going to do it either. Um, it's, I, it's, uh, that's who that's who we'd be playing. I I don't know how to tell you. We'd be advancing. I, I yeah, I, I that's just like pure fanatic speaking right there. Right, like that's just wild. Uh, you know, that's a that's a problem when you take two drives and forget the whole rest of the game. Exactly. Like, you just assume that like Kenny Pickett was going to do all like he wasn't going to lead a game winning drive against the Bills because if he would have played like he did against the Raiders and the Ravens. He wouldn't have had a chance, even with the three turnovers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would we had we had three turnovers and three field goals. Guess what? That's nine points. <laughs> exactly. Oh my Atlanta! They're just these people are just. It's just frustrating to see because then you're pumping up fans that don't like, don't really know, and like giving them hope, you know, which is just right. You know, get out of here with that shit. Stefan Diggs had seven catches for 114 yards against Xavier Howard, like real cornerbacks. What do you think he would have done against us? Yeah. Yeah, for real, man. It's just wild. I I I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's just mind boggling. Yeah. To me that it really anyone is, man. could watch any of these games and be like, oh, we would have we would have had a chance. Maybe the Chargers, since apparently they can blow a twenty-seven point lead, but mm-hmm. you're you ready for a breaking news that isn't Steelers related? No. Oh, hit me with it. CJ Stroud is finally declared for the NFL draft. Finally, so there's that. I mean, he's probably going to go to the Texans. I'll go to the Texans, man. do What if he's still there? And he made it to like, yeah, 17. Would you take him? I would. <laughs> Probably. I would. Oh God. That would be that would be something, man. Steelers Twitter would explode right now. Also, Devin Bush De- Devin Bush is already hinting that he wants to leave, which I mean, good riddance. Don't uh, let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. For real, man. And then Calvin Austin is saying he's staying in Pittsburgh for another month and will work with training staff on rehabilitation. 
Oh, oh, here you go. This is the dagger right here, though. Once done in Pittsburgh, he plans to meet with Deontay Johnson. <laughs> what him, George Pickens, and Kenny Pickett to get up to speed. Stay away from Deontay, dude. <laughs> what? How did you master dropping the ball so much? Well, you know, it's uh, it's a. Uh... It's just out of work, really. You know, they're doing God's work. God's plan, as you say. God's plan. God's plan. plan. Shout out to Drake. God's plan. And then the last bit of Twitter stuff. uh, There's a lot of people apparently in the Steelers facility, players, and you know, work according. I don't know. Anyway, employees like they still think that Canada could be out. That they're going to want to get a young guy in there. So, I mean, I really wanted Brian Hartline. You know, we talked about that early in the season, but he just got promoted to offensive coordinator for the Bucks. So, but Buckeyes, by the way, for people who aren't yeah, yeah. there. But, well, it'd be another college guy, though. So, I don't know. But I just feel like he, what he's done with the Ohio State wide receivers is, you know, phenomenal. What you think, dog? I don't know. I someone sent out a tweet that the Steelers don't fire coordinators because they don't want to have to pay someone on top of somebody else. But I can't imagine that Canada's contract is that much, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not signing the, the water boy to the QB coach for like a astronomical number, right? And the the revenue, if you're the Steelers, that you bring in, like, if that's really the excuse on why we're not going to let him go is because we don't want to pay him and another offensive coordinator, like... That's all Rooney, Rooney business right there. Which is why I can't believe it. Like, if you're the Rooney's, like, why are you going to waste your quote-unquote future quarterback? Mm-hmm. And you, you think... And also, like, I don't know how much weight this carries, but, like, you think Kenny Pickett would have some sort of say if he's really the guy? Like, if he oh, has... Here, if he here, could... Here's a quote that I haven't seen yet. Oh, here we go. Mike Tomlin was asked Tuesday if the team was conservative by design. Yes. So oh, that's, like, his perfect scapegoat. It's like, well, Kenny didn't really get to turn this offense loose until the end oh, of the season. God. And you saw, you saw that of the season. Oh man! Well, that, I could. That's that. That is, yeah. But it still did. The passing game still didn't look good. That's right. It's still not look good. Well, why do they? Why would they want to? Is it to preserve his non-losing season? If they're so conservative, like just let, open the playbook. You know, let the kid right. throw it around, when, man. When you're down thirty-eight to three, like what? Do you, yeah. What do you pull <laughs> yeah. The back off? For real. Oh, oh, you ready for this one? I didn't see this quote either. Oh, we'll see it, man. Man, we all believe in Canada. You know, everybody's saying that he calls the same play, but everybody calls the same play. This oh, is that's Najee. Yeah, that's Najee. Yeah. Everywhere, everybody calls the same play. Just dressed up a different way. If you really know X's and O's, that's what it really is. All the play calling stuff, I think, is just a cover-up for the lack of stuff that we were doing on the field as players. I never bought into that. Oh, my goodness. Dude, watch until tell Najee to watch a 49er game and just see how asshole open all those guys are. 
they I was watching um the Saturday postseason preview and like they were showing like the play designs and we had like guards and linemen pulling and then the whole play was going the other way. There's one play where there's a linebacker running left and right because he didn't know where to go because they were so elaborate in the scheme, which is why George Kittle was so wide open. But like, yeah, stuff like that. Like, and then like, oh, what I always say, like, Canada, like, have Canada watch some shit and just pull it, like, copy it. It's copycat league, man. This shit happens all the time. Just rip some of some plays from other people. <laughs> literally had the she's out there one running play where they literally played ring around the rosie and... yeah well maybe not do all that but yeah like shit like that like come on if if Kevin calls something like that he's gonna have him spend too many times everyone's gonna get busy and fall over and be like oh <laughs> Canada says we have to do it ten yeah. times that's the only way it's gonna work and that like another thing too is that like this is just me bullcrapping or, or whatever, but like I feel like the Chiefs like experiment or do shit like that with teams they know they can blow out. You know? Yeah, the Raiders who yeah. you know, <laughs> we ate out of victory. Yeah, exactly. And like the Steelers, when have you ever gone into like lately, whenever you've gone into a game and be like, Oh yeah, the Steelers are gonna blow these guys out easily. They never it never happens. They are they always play everybody so tight and close. And I don't know if that's just the way they do it or the Steelers just aren't that good, you know? Well, I, I mean, you know, I was I was thinking about that this season. Yeah, the difference this year and like years past is we used to go into games with that mentality that we're gonna blow teams out and we'd always lose like a couple of those games every year because mm-hmm. we were supposed to blow them out. And this year, like I don't think anyone had picked us to like win by more than like three and a half, like in Vegas. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So like it's, that was the difference. So... We weren't we weren't like favored to win by like a touchdown or anything crazy astronomical like that, and that's why we won those games against the Falcons and Colts and Saints. <laughs> oh God. I think, I think we were dogging the Falcons and Panthers at least. Maybe <laughs> the Colts. Oh wait, would you say that the most impressive victory this year was against the Panthers in terms of like? Just pure domination. That, that that looked like the most complete football game. Yeah, and, and who who was under center that game? I mean, who who was under center? <laughs> you, do you really do you really think they're gonna get rid of Trubisky? Oh God, I don't know, dude. Because some of his comments, like where he was saying, "Oh, I, w- I wish I would have taken more time before I signed on the first day of free agency," and blah 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 blah. I mean, I truly believe that in that conversation, they said you're going to be the guy. Yeah, like it was just shitty on Tomlin and Colbert or Khan, whoever was involved in that. This is shitty. Like, I don't blame. Him. I'd be pissed off too. Well, there especially are some. Sorry, go ahead. Especially when you're sitting on the bench watching Pickett play, and you're like, I literally moved the ball two weeks in a row down the field like nothing. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta watch Pickett struggle against the Raiders. <laughs> oh, but it was the second coldest game at. Well, technically, it's the first coldest game at Acrisure, but yeah, the yeah, second yeah. coldest game ever played in Pittsburgh. Okay, Derek Carr didn't have a problem in the ball. It's just every once in a while he threw it to the wrong team. <laughs> but he looked pretty damn good launching it down the field to Darren Waller, who just got back from injury. Yeah, looked pretty good launching it over to Hunter Renfro. 
Yeah. So. You're not wrong, man. Can you imagine if he doesn't throw three interceptions and get blown out in the immaculate reception game? Because that's that's where it was going. I I don't I don't know how to tell you, Steeler fans. Derek Carr doesn't go Derek Carr. Like we lose that game twenty four, what ten? I guess probably thirteen. And some of those balls were tipped too, right? Like yeah, yeah. Need just unlucky interceptions, but yeah, like he didn't have a problem. Um, There's that first interception, I think. Who picked it off? Levi Wallace and like literally made like almost a diving catch, tips the ball and still came down with it. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, some of those things don't roll your way, but yeah, um, we're close, man, to getting blown out. And well, good thing we didn't, but you know, um, but going back, uh, I remember there was like, some conflicting reports about when Trubisky signed. Where like they did tell him that they're going to take a quarterback, and then he comes out later and says they never told me that. But like, like what you were saying, like, oh, I'm sure the Steelers told him that, you know, like you're going to be the guy this season. But also, I guess they didn't expect Kenny Pickett to be there, so that's why the Steelers took him. Right. That's a terrible thing. What do you mean you didn't expect him to be there? He was projected late second, early third. <laughs> right. Well, they were thinking that the one of those teams that you and I have talked about were like the Lions always pick a quarterback or something. Should, uh, like said, that should have been your red flag right there. <laughs> My God. Oh man, like the Saints needed somebody. <laughs> and they like rolled they with go, Dalton they and go, they, Winston. They go out, they got and draft a lava and don't even give them anyone to throw them the ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't worry. Oh. Don't worry. There's no quarterback in this draft better than Andy Dalton. <laughs> I mean, and a lot of people are compa- ah. comparing Kenny Pickett to a, or his ceiling or whatever to a prime Andy Dalton. So, I mean, oh, so, well, what is that? No wonder why Tom would love them. Just good enough to get to the playoffs and get beat in the first round. jeez. Oh, so, that was Andy <laughs> Dalton's. That was Andy Dalton's move. We got, got Marvin Lewis fired. Maybe Kenny Pickett will get Helen fired. Oh man! But let's not. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's just hope Kenny Pickett ends up being the guy for our sake. Yeah. Back to back to the original question. Do they? You can't get rid of Pickett or Trubisky because Rudolph's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I would. I would think Rudolph would be gone because he doesn't like being there. It's up to to, Trubisky, right? Like if he can just be like, "Look, I I want traded. I don't want to be here," or they cut him. Because he only has one more year, but who knows? I think if they cut him, it saves ten mil. But like, who's going to bring in as the backup in an offense that nobody knows how to run? Like I said, Trubisky to me looks like the closest that knows how to make the passing game work. Dobbs, Uh, (laughs) call up Duck Hodges. (sighs) Duck, this is your opportunity, Uh, man. We talking? We shouted you out last year. You know what? If we let Trubisky go and brought in Duck, I would... would you be upset about it? No, I would live with that. <laughs> Whereas Trubisky is my guy, I would I would live with that. That's fine. Have uh, the, the dust off the old uh, Duck call. Yeah. Get that out of the closet. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my Duck costume out. <laughs> Sorry, Audrey. Your, your dad's got a got. Something to do. It's for the team. You'll for understand team. one day <laughs> when you're older. I don't know. I 
it's, it's crazy to me that we would let him go, especially with, since Kenny's got two concussions already this year. Yep. So, and while the line got better, like, there's still moments where they're running for their lives. So, they got better, but like we said, still got Dotson out there. You got Chooks. Mm-hmm. You never know what which Dan Moore is going to show up. Right. If he's going to be, if Dan. Miles Garrett's daddy's going to show up, or is it going to be Dan? I have no idea what I'm doing. Hopefully, the quarterback's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Anything else you want to add to this spectacular episode? <coughs> nope. I mean, we're probably going to be winding down unless anything. Maybe we'll give you a Super Bowl episode, or if the Steelers actually make moves or anything right. cool happens, like. We'll be back. Um, we might transition into like the UFC. Yeah, John Jones versus Cyril. What's his name? Cyril Gone. Yeah, that's is that official? Uh, yeah, I think so. Holy I'm shit, dude! More and more, more so. March fourth. Um, so we might, we might transition that. Um, who knows? Maybe if the Pacers make a run, we'll jump into that because we're both from Indiana, so. But we're, we'll probably be winding it down for the season. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll still be here there. We'll we'll keep up on Twitter. So make sure you follow us there at you tell me pod one and where can they find you, Luchador? At uh, SSN underscore Steelers. So yeah, we'll primarily be transitioning probably mostly to Twitter comments and posts and but we'll still when there's something worthwhile, we'll be back. Don't don't you worry. True, 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 true. Shout out to all our German fans and all the, all the uh, other <laughs> countries that tune into us. Danke. Yeah, danke. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're both just kind of. My wife is an account. She's in tax season, so I guess it's apropos that we didn't make the playoffs because this is a busy time of the year for us, and um, you know. Bus is kind of really busy. The Steelers take up a lot of our time, but we try to make sure that we uh, at least get here for you guys mm-hmm. and gals, and so we enjoy talking with you and interacting, We're just giving you our thoughts and getting your feedback as well. So, uh, one but, side, one so side. Uh, yeah, if you want to see a pod for a while, it's not that we're breaking up. Uh, it's just <laughs> just a lot life going on beckons. This time of the year. Life beckons, but we'll we'll still be here for you guys. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. anything else you'd like to add? Uh no, man. I just uh, I'm just excited to see what we do. How heartbreaking is it? It's going to be eventually with the Steelers, man. <laughs> There's so many questions. Yep, and it's literally a weight game now. Yep. So. So. Yeah, that's it, man. Let's mosey on out here. Thank you, everyone, for the another exciting episode with you all, and can't wait to hear from you. Love you. Later, everybody. Bye. Bye.